0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us.
1: Don Joseph Goey, author of The End of Stress, Four Steps to Rewire Your Brain, previously managed the Department of Psychiatry at Stanford Medical School and is the founder of ProAttitude, a firm focused on ending work stress. And his latest book is called The End of Stress. Kickstart Your Creative Brain and Get Happy. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Don. I'm glad to have you back on the show.
0: Uh, Well, thank you for having me back.
1: You know, years ago, I talked to you about your peace meditation, and you talked about sort of having a virtual reset button on the palm of your hand, and I thought that was so brilliant. So I'm looking forward to getting your ideas on how we can really kickstart our creativity and get happy.
0: Yeah, well, you know, kickstarting your creativity really uh, starts with bringing your stress level way down it turns out that what kicks you into creativity makes you an innovative person think out of the box is your ability to first really relax to calm down to become peaceful actually and then from there move into the challenge that you face it needs a creative solution And what most people do is, you know, nose to the grindstone and turns out to be the uh, opposite direction in which creativity happens for us as a human being.
1: So we're kind of getting in our own way. I wonder if you could guess about percentages. How many people walk around in, in a state of stress or agitation and they're so used to it, they're not even aware? That's about 40%. Yeah,
0: and and then if you if you uh, talk about people who, you know, have that have that problem, have a, a strong stress reaction that takes away the day, make turns the day sends it to hell in a handbasket. You're we're up around seventy five percent, three out of four.
1: Wow, wow. So it's this is This is worth learning how to how to reset like this. So what are some of the simple strategies you have to help us de stress?
0: Well, the first strategy is that. Uh, we've they've discovered that a shift from from fear, you know, stress is fear. It, it, you, you have to be in some form of fear for the stress response system to be activated, dump all those stress hormones into your system that makes you overreact, makes you become overwhelmed with things. And the, so the shift is to shift out of that, out of that fear, out of that anxiety into a uh, more positive emotions and as you make that shift into more positive emotions you, you literally begin to rewire your brain if you got a problem with stress it's usually because genetics and a painful past has has wired you for it well you can rewire those faulty circuits by making that shift. And the, the ways you make that shift are very, very simple. The first thing I tell people to do is to wake up every morning ahead of the family rush and take five, ten minutes to themselves and frame their day in a positive, in a positive kind of way. Just simply have appreciation for another day of life to be an appreciation to be with the ones you love another day, to chase your dreams another day, and then to set the stage for having a great day, not only in terms of what you achieved, but in terms of how you are, you know, peaceful on the inside regardless of what is happening on the outside. The research shows that makes a very big difference in how your day goes. Just that five or ten minutes in the morning, and it makes a very uh, big difference in how your brain functions. And then there's the clear button to help you bust a stress reaction. You just mentioned that. And that's simply you you imagine there's a button at the center of your palm that when you press it, it sends a signal to your lower brain, to the stress response system, to quiet down, to not dump stress hormones into your system. And then you count to three. You simply uh, breathe in, count one on the exhale, think red. Breathe in, count two on the exhale, think blue. Breathe in, count three on the exhale, think green. And then let your mind go blank for a few minutes. And what you'll have done is you'll have distracted yourself from a stress reaction. And this is also very good when you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and are, have, are worried about something and begin to pace the floors. This will bust, bust that from, from dumping stress hormones into your system in, in which you will, will not go back to sleep.
1: You know, I'm sure there are people listening who think, okay, great, I get up, I try and tell myself, I frame my day, it's going to be a good day, and, and before lunch, they've already lost the, the impetus behind it. Like anything, I imagine that this is a habit and and sort of a <clears throat> a muscle you build by, by repetition, is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. It takes a practice. Um, and so what, what I do with, uh, with executives that I coach is that I challenge them to, to do that practice, waking up uh, early every morning, starting the day positive, and to do it every day for five days and at the end of five days reflect back on how their week went. And um, I can pretty much guarantee that what they're going to say is that, wow, my, my week really improved, you know, I had a lot less stress. And the research shows the people who do that, they uh, what, they have more positive emotions during the day, which means they have they're operating from higher brain function more than that lower brain function that creates stress reactions they're more engaged in their work they're more positive and supportive with other people and they even sleep better that night all for five or ten minutes um, and all of those factors that I just meant the Gallup organization found, found is what makes a successful organization a, a successful company so The the, the processes that bust stress reactions and amplify that higher brain uh, function makes you healthier, more successful, and happier as a person, uh, the processes are very, very simple, like the two I just mentioned, and the more you do it the more you will see the result, and there's nothing more motivating than a positive result.
1: Absolutely. So what are the keys to making this last, a real change? Is it just that daily repetition, or is there more we can do to ensure that this is a lasting frame of de-stressed mind?
0: What happens for people um, in sustaining this change is, is something I just said, is that as they begin to do these simple practices that virtually add nothing to their to-do list. It's really about functioning from a kind of an empowering-to-be list. And as they do that in the very simple ways and intervene in very simple ways and become more and more aware of the stressful thinking that's going on in their minds all day long and through that awareness beginning to to shift out of it, what happens is they begin to understand they've been operating most of their life uh, probably because of genetics, from a fearful, stressful mindset, and that that mindset leads to a stressful day, leads to a stressful life, and they begin to make that connection, and they begin to understand they've been valuing fear. They think fear protects them in some way, and in fact all that fear does is excite stress reactions that dump pernicious stress hormones into their system that switch their emotional set point to negative that drops their IQ 40% that makes them sick. And so as they begin to connect the dots, uh, they're, they're more mo- more motivated to do a daily practice. And you only have to do three or four things a day um, to change your state of being, to change the way in which you do things. And after you do that for a while, you, you know, it's a no-brainer. I don't mean that as a pun. It's a no-brainer. You finally go like, I don't want to. You begin to see the way you've been operating before. It looks kind of like a dark alley that you know where you get beat up and. You, you look down that dark alley, down the fear thoughts that you're having, and you go, I don't want to go down there. I want to stay over here in the positive. I want to stay over here where my inner peace has a chance to focus on this problem in a creative way and to solve it instead of ruminating over it.
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. It's a lot more comfortable when you're not in that alley. Well, you know, it's funny. Sometimes a little catchphrase will really hit me. And, and when you just said it's not a to-do list, it's a to-be list, I think that's a really good point. I hope that our listeners take home today because it's like to be, not to do, but what do you want to be? How do you want to be? Well, fear and worry obviously are sort of interconnected or or you can't take them apart. And what if you are a chronic worrier? What can you do to, to stop chronic worry?
0: This very same thing that we're talking about. You know, one of the uh, studies that is really telling, was done at Cornell University, was on worry. And they found that 85% of what people worried about never happened. And of the 15% that did happen, they found that 79% of the people worked the problem out just fine. And yet, every all the people in the study worried. You know they, they didn't stop them until they finally realized. You know I'm spinning my wheels here. Um, I'm damaging my brain. I'm ruining my health through this worry, uh, and it's over nothing. And so they're, now they're now they you know they're compelled to begin to make this change. I had a, a, a perfect storm of stress happen to me years and years ago. I lost my job, uh, and nine days later I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and I had four kids, a wife, a mortgage, and so it looked like my life was doomed, and I spent the first two weeks before I had to report to surgery in abject fear until I realized that I needed to get past that fear, you know, if I was going to get through this in a a positive way, and my motto became, if fear is speaking, stop listening, Mm. and for for several weeks before, it was six weeks I had to wait for the surgery. For the last four weeks before the surgery, I practiced that every day. And when I showed up to the surgery, I wasn't afraid. And it was a positive outcome. The predicted disabilities didn't occur, and I even got my job back. And none of that would have happened if I had stayed fearful. And, if you know, neuroscientists will tell you now that the shift that I made over that four-week period, shift in attitude from fear to inner peace, uh, uh, derailed stress reactions, which created the mind-body connection that promoted a positive, the best positive medical outcome. Well, we know, we know that that's true at every level of a person's life. It's, a, it's at the level of uh, happiness at home, success at work, and how healthy they end up being. It all boils down to mindset. Everything for a human being is mindset. And there are really only two kinds of mindset one is negative and one is positive there used to be this old song by Bing Crosby that goes accentuate the positive and eliminate the negative well that's that's a very uh solid prescription from neuroscience on how to change your brain to change your life to have the life experience that you want to have
1: wow i mean your experience alone is just amazing and and the fact that you're here to tell the tale i mean it's 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 amazing I, I'm so inspired by your message and, and what you're telling us and the tools, the simple tools that we can add to our to-be list, not our to-do list, uh, to really change our lives in a positive way. And I don't think there's anybody who wants fear and worry and distress in their life. And I love that. If fear is speaking, stop listening. That's that's what we're going to send you off on today. You can find more about Don Joseph Goey at the TheEndOfStressBook.com. Take a look at that book it's called the end of stress four steps to rewire your brain and don as always just a pleasure to speak with you and thanks so much for imparting your wisdom to us today
0: Uh, thank you for having me stick around for another helping from amy's table on q102